Addiction often leaves a trail of emotional destruction in its wake, and this can trigger immediate decisions to return to a life that promises loss of feeling. The 12 steps are designed to help people learn a new way of living, which means sorting through the history that landed them in this state. And one of the promises of 12-step work well done is emotional balance. But what about now? What if I'm at the starting gate? This is Beth Wee in the Koinonia Kitchen talking to you today about what to do with those emotions when they knock on the door after you've successfully kept them out for a long time. How can we start the process of living a new way of life? You know, learning to cope with life on life's terms sounds overwhelming for the novice in recovery. But there are so many little positive steps that we can take to handle the stress that we feel. One of the first things you can do to overcome the momentary glitch is lean on your community. For some of us, that's a foreign word. But in recovery, a network, a community is critical for the supportive feedback and just a place to lean when you're not sure what to do. Let's discuss some other strategies that have worked for us and others and see if you can adopt any of them to handle the stress you're feeling right now. I kind of tipped you off with the first one. I'm going to say, ask for help. For many that come to the recovery community, that is the hardest thing. We've been manipulating our lives for so long on our own, sure that we could make things better with our own know-how, with the help that's at the end of our own arm, without letting anyone know that we were struggling. But that's exactly what's keeping us back in the struggle over and over again. It's time to ask for help. It could be as simple as going to a meeting. It could be as simple as making a phone call. It could be as simple as looking someone in the eye and saying, I don't feel so good. Reaching out to, to others is key if you want to get well from whatever your addiction is or your behavior that you're trying to overcome. Addiction and compulsive behaviors try to get us separated from the whole ask for help. The next thing you can do is reach out to help someone else. If you're in your home and you're struggling with an overwhelming emotion, go outside and bring the neighbor's garbage can in. <laughs> Pick up the lid that blew out into the street. Walk around the block and say hello to people. Reach out to help others. I'm not saying you have to buy lunch for a homeless person or or, or, or do a marathon of moving someone. I'm saying just walk around the block and say hello to people. In our world of more communication means than ever before, people are really lonely. Digital communication isn't the same as a friendly neighbor saying hello. 
reach out and help someone else. Here's another thought. What are you eating? What we eat really affects how we feel. Eating healthy food when it's available is a really good choice and it will help the emotional swings be less high or low. Picking fruit and getting the sugar you need, possibly, if you're recovering from an alcohol addiction or a food addiction, pick the fruit instead of the candy. You're hungry for chocolate? Get a coffee with a little taste of it in the coffee, not the whole candy bar. Eat healthy food whenever available, and I promise you, it'll make you feel better. You know, physical activity is key in changing the way we think. Walking relieves stress. Uh, it's, if it's summertime, go for a swim. If you're near an ocean, go jump in the ocean. <laughs> if you're not, take a hike in a wooded area. Wherever you are, there's a component there that asks you to be active with nature. Look for that. Maybe it's gardening. Maybe you're learning how to keep the rabbits out of your tomatoes. Whatever it is, interact with nature but do it while taking on an exercise activity of some sort. That brings me to rest. Are you sleeping through the night yet? If you're not sleeping through the night, maybe a short 20-minute nap in the afternoon will help you. I know that sounds contraindicated, but it truly can help you sleep better at night. When your body knows it's tired, it may want you to just turn off. A 20-minute nap might not sound like a lot, but a 20-minute nap in the middle of the day will remind your body how much it needs the rest. And night sleeping will start to become more easy. will become, I don't know, you'll find your way into dream state more readily. How about your daily routine? Are you making your bed? Are you brushing your teeth? <laughs> the things that we lose when we are caught in compulsion are things that are really helpful to keep the chaos out of our heads. Making a bed might not sound like a big deal, but when you walk into that room, you don't feel the chaotic breakup of a messy bed. Chaos is the enemy. Order is the friend. Do what you can in your daily routine to bring about order. It sounds simple, but doing a reading from one devotional that you enjoy, doing that one reading before you talk to anybody, could become a routine that sets you up for success. It's time to return to a daily routine, but to do so, you have to limit the chaos and create a serene walk into the day. Can you talk about your feelings yet? Some people don't know what they're feeling and talking about them with another person can help them identify what the feeling actually is. You might think you're depressed, but you're actually sad about an event that happened. Sadness and depression are very different. And yet when we've stopped feeling, they can feel the same at first.
You will learn to know your feelings as you talk about them. Now, to talk about your feelings means you have to let someone else in. Yes, I know that opens the door of vulnerability. So pick a trusted person. Pick somebody that you can talk to who won't throw it in your face later. Do you have anybody like that yet? And if not, why don't you look for a faithful witness in your life? You can find them at 12-step meetings. You can find them at church. You can find them sometimes in a book club. But develop a friendship with someone that feels safe. And then talk to them about trying to understand how you feel. That would make you ready to listen to them too. Listening to others is how we get new information that we can adopt and put into practice in our own lives. Listening is an art. It's not a skill. It's an art. Very few people really listen well. Everyone is so tied to ego that we're busy thinking of how we'll respond instead of just listening and letting the words soak in. Keep your eyes on the person talking. Let them know you're there for them. That will make you feel better. What are you doing for your spiritual life? Spiritual life is part of life. We've talked about physical. We've talked about emotional. What about spiritual? How are you seeking the higher power? I'm going to give you an easy way. The higher power is all about creation. So do something creative and ask the higher power to be with you. It could be picking up a guitar that you haven't touched in 12 years. It could be coloring a picture with your kids' crayons. It could be planning something and hoping it's going to grow. Whatever you do that's creative, the higher power will be there with you. The higher power gave you your creational ability. It's part of who the higher power is. The higher power loves when you co-create with him. The last thing I want you to do is give time time. It's going to take a little time. Early recovery is stressful. In the moment, pick up one of these little tools I've just given you to get through that moment. But know this, the moments connect. They become hours. The hours become days. The days become weeks. The weeks become months. Months become years. And pretty soon, the daily routine you set up, the lack of chaos around you, the choice to share your feelings, the choice to listen to someone with experience, these things will become the way you live and your life will be better. The compulsion or the addiction will feel less in your face. Don't get me wrong. Once an addict, always an addict. It doesn't go away. Once a pickle, never a cucumber. But here's the deal. You don't have to live with the old mental obsession, with the physical craving, with the spiritual demoralization. Those parts will be put away and a new life will emerge. Ask for reassurance when you need it. We're here. We're available. And we believe you can.
It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.